zero score and half of seven years ago, our presenters brought forth a new podcast conceived in friendship and dedicated to the proposition that all problems are created solvable. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and if you notice, I was adjusting it on the fly there. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, really? Yeah, really. Wow. Well, now we are engaged in a great recording. That's as far as I could memorize before I had to look back. Testing whether that notion or any notion so conceived and so dedicated can attract enough Patreon supporters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joined by Beck Hill on the uh, battlefield of problem solving. Mm -hmm. And I'm Matt Parker. Welcome to a problem square. Do we get to sign something now? <laughs> we should, we should. Well, no. This is this is the beginning of the Civil War. This is the oh, the, this is the Gettys Gettysburg, oh, it's the Gettysburg address? address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was this was Lincoln trying to get everyone excited. It's a surprisingly short speech, and um, there's like four different versions of it kicking around. So I picked one. How, how, what did he give it several times? Or? Very very few TV cameras when he delivered it. What? <laughs> so it's just people's memories. But he must have written it down. Well, though, no, surely. yeah. So there's two versions he wrote down before the speech. One mm. of which is people believe is the one he actually read from when he delivered it. Right. And there are two afterwards where people are like, "Hey, that speech was pretty special. Can we get a copy?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'll bang you out." A but he's like <laughs> special copy. And then he's like, "Oh, actually, I should have." Slightly worded this differently. Yeah, but they're all they're all subtly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like how it's like I mo most of my if you if I ever say an anecdote where I'm like, and then I said, yeah, exactly. I, I definitely didn't say that. Not not word for word. I thought of it afterwards. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, Beck. Uh, but yeah. here we are. We're recording this. Yes. And these words are being recorded. Yes. Word for word. On this episode, it is altogether fitting and proper that we should work out whether you could lose weight on a diet of beer and ice cream. I look into a Mandela mystery. And we have some any other business. Let's do it. So, Beck, how have you been? I'm good. Excellent. I'm good. Although I'm, oh. I don't know if the truth, by the time this episode's released. Right. I don't know if you, if people would have discovered this yet. Oh. I think they might have by now. Okay. Uh, while you're away. Uh-oh. I may have. Um, Are you doing another podcast? I did another podcast. Back! Not, another one! Not a full, not, not How like many as a host, do you need? As a guest. As a guest. But, um, it, uh, okay, so I'm, I may you have. You've got some, some splaining <clears throat> to do, as I believe. Yeah, I may have mm -hmm. been on No Such Thing as a Fish. Oh, what? <laughs> Beck Hill! Our rivals! Uh, not that they know it. Oh no, I told them. <laughs> I told them on the show. Sorry. In fact, oh, Beck. Some people might be listening to this because they've heard that episode. That's true. And they've come across to this from it. If Hello, so, everyone from No Such Thing as a Fish. Yeah, because I also and now I don't know if it's made the edit, but I also pointed out during the record that our aim is to get more five star reviews than them. Yes, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> So that could backfire. That could horribly. backfire horribly. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, that's now sunk. Uh, for the record, we're there wonderful people. Yeah, they are. They're great. I they're had great. a lot of fun. It was really good record. <laughs> and they paid me. What? I know. Oh, they're just raising so many bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was you know, I've joy. never been on never been on fish. I, I assumed you had been. Yeah. And uh yeah, and then found out. I'm pretty sure. Helen Arnie and Steve Mould have both been on fish. 
I've who are my fellow festival spoken nerd performers. Mm. I've definitely done stand up as like the warm up for their live recordings. Yes, I've done that too. Yeah. Um, guess you're just not funny enough. That, no, could, be, <laughs> that could be the problem. I, I wonder if it's the same same thing that I have, which was everyone's just assumed you've been on mm. it already. That could be it. I've been yeah. on QI. Yeah. Not I haven't been on QI. Yeah. So maybe they felt sorry maybe for Maybe they felt me. sorry for you. Yeah. That's 100% not what happened. They just took the funny one. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> I don't know, Matt. You make a lot of jokes that I don't get at first, but I do later. <laughs> that's not the definition of funny, Beck. <laughs> No, it's just delayed funny. <laughs> yeah, delayed funny. I'm, I'm funny, yeah. but with time lag. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of fun. My jokes are so fast; they're time dilated. That's another one of those jokes. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, I get it now. <laughs> Have you been? I've been good. Been good. Haven't done any other podcasts. You know. Yeah, you, you. Yeah, you were in Australia when we recorded not the last one, but the one before it. Yes. And I. Was surprised that you'd like taken your uh, equipment over to Australia because I was like, like, "Oh, were you doing another podcast?" You're like, like, "This I was like, one." Beck, I was literally doing this podcast yeah. and it is some voiceovers <laughs> for some videos. And actually, you know what? Now, now you've done you, you've done no such thing as a fish, mm-hmm. and I'm there. You know, talk about how our podcast is good to you know we're peers with them, and then I've just realized that what I wanted to talk about now is an update on my problem with my two pairs of underwear that were stuck together. <laughs> I feel like that might um, yeah, undermine terrible. my previous <laughs> previous sass slightly. This is what gets the listeners but, engaged. But my my undies are now liberated. Ooh! In fact, let me let so me, let me just. I like the fact that you've decided yeah. to do this as a catch up and not in any other business. No, 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 no. So, for new listeners. Matt got a pair of underpants when he was last in Australia, not pair most recently. Yes, that's true. A pair of a pair of underpants. And they were attached at the groin by a security tag. <laughs> yes. And yes. Matt didn't realize until no. he'd, he'd left. Correct. And so. And brought them back to the UK. And brought them back to the and UK. And taken them out of the packaging. And took them out of the packaging. And put them in the washing machine once. Oh, I do. <laughs> I didn't realize they, washed they looked like they'd been in circulation. Oh, actually, so this is interesting. So, do you wash clothes after you've bought them before you wear them? Not always. What actually happened was I un- I un- unpackaged them, mm. realized they were attached with a security tag, and went, "Oh, because I was going to put them away just in the drawer." Mm. But then I was like, "Huh." So I left them out. But then they later got scooped up when I was doing a round of oh, what needs to okay. be washed. Yeah. I was like, what are these doing out here? Need to be washed. And then when they came out of the and machine, I realized they were, I went to hang them out. I'm like, where are these stuck together? And I realized it was a security. Yes. Got it. I'm hoping the pit bag is just, I've separated the underwear. That's all. I just brought it as a visual demonstration. I mean, Matt's just showing me a pair of underpants. Now, for the record, this is the most, like, Like, <laughs> the most roundabout way you've got to find an excuse to show me your underpants. Yeah, well, I'm wearing the other pair I'm that look- were separated out of of a celebration. I mean, you cut. Yeah, it's is this your way of not getting cancelled? It's like yep. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do this in such a way such that a way. no one the will believe that I'm deliberately. Yeah, there's no way getting my kicks. Nah. Yeah. Just thought for closure. You've only, you, there's only one pair though. Yeah, because I'm wearing the other pair. You're wearing the other pair. Okay. Yeah. And you're not showing me those. No, but I appreciate how, that. absolutely not. How did I just you... wanted to dem- I thought I'd wear them out of celebration. Yeah. This is the first time I've worn them. I waited 
until this recording before Thank wearing, you. and I've not I worn. Known. Yeah, I'm just wanted, just wanted to say just, that's why. That's why I'm in a particularly good mood today. Now, the last time we spoke, yep. you because I said just take them to the shop and get them to. You did. You did them. say that after I'd taken surreptitious surveillance well footage oh, of no, the unlocked I mechanism. Originally said. Take them back to Australia yes. and get them unclipped. And you're like, I will. But then you didn't go and get them I unclipped. I did not. You went, went and took sneaky photos <laughs> yes. of their machine. Yes, I did. Which I was like, don't do that. I like, to work out how it works. teaching people how to take off security guards so they, tags so they can steal things. It's learning. Not that anyone who does that probably listens to this show. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Um, so anyway, I then took your advice, took all of it this time, and I went, just went back to Big W uh-huh. at the Karen Up Shopping Center in Western Australia. I'm just going to go back. And I didn't take the new receipt I had because that felt just a bit too fraudulent. I thought, you know what? I'm just going to be honest. I'm going to go back to the store. Mm. I'm going to wear a hidden microphone. And I'm going <laughs> <laughs> to re- ask, them, ask them to take off the security tag. Would you like to hear? Of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, here we go. I started recording from the car park. And so if you want, I've now got ambient track. This is, uh, I call the shopping center liminal space. Ooh. That's a nice soundscape. I, can I just say, I love this. I love a soundscape. During lockdown, my friends and I sent each other just, like, just, you know how you get a voice note? thing on whatsapp yep yep we used to just record like when we're out and about really just just just, just the sound <laughs> just the sound i did one i did one of an overground trip for my friend who lived in uh, lives in italy now that's right who missed uh missed getting public transport well not that but she missed like the sound. she didn't realize how visceral it made everything yeah fox dog studios did like an hours in weatherspoon amazing so it's just like them with like a Weatherspoon's breakfast with the noise for an hour on YouTube. Oh, it's great. That's great. Um, so, okay. Here's the bit where I entered the store. You just find it. That's walking in the shops. Walking in the shops. Ooh. That was me going in, setting the alarm off. Uh, uh, I bought a two-pack of Bonds here a while ago and no, they've still got... These guys to do it? Excellent. So I set the alarm off going in. Yep. And then I then said what I was doing. And they're like, go and talk to the desk over here. Yep. I was like, I'm well on my way. Mm-hmm. Now at this point, um, I had to go and work out where the queue was because people were kind of just milling around. And yeah. I wasn't, so I, eventually yeah. I, I worked out who was, where the queue was and I got, you know. Um, so. Are you folks waiting? No, no. We're yeah. Oh, no, thanks. Hi. I bought these here a while ago and left the tag. Have you got your receipt I do not know. You don't have your receipt? Nah. How long ago did you Down buy the queue. them? It was a while ago. I took them to the UK. Oh, this gentleman took these to the UK and brought them back. No receipt. Oh, oh doubt it. Right. Uh, Can I give them back to you? asked me if I had the receipt. Um, yep. And I'm very, I was no, very honest, I do not have the receipt. <laughs> um, I'm talking to, I'm talking to I'm going to call them anonymous customer service person A. Oh, did we get the, the tag off? Oh, okay. Uh, that's fine. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, thanks, folks. Thank you. 
I tried to I put a magnet near it and everything, and it didn't come off. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, customer service person A thought about this unnecessary weird bit of information. <laughs> yeah, I, I, like you just took them as a treat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I took yeah. them for a trip. I took them to see the world. Yeah. Now we're back. So I'm thinking, if I can't separate them, I'll just give them back. Yeah. Back to the store. Now there was some confusion. They were like, tr- they thought I was trying to get a refund for them. Right. So I just wanted, I want the tag. I just want the tag removed. I explained the magnet. They said, "Don't do that." Very yeah. upset about that. Yeah. Um, no, my my secret was just to stand around being a Caucasian male for a while. Yeah. And they just went, "Yeah, all right." I'll look. I'll be honest, Matt. I think like if you were trying to get money for them. Yeah, they should be a little bit suspicious. A little bit suspicious? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think because people don't tend to go to the, the, the desk unless they're after returns. Yeah. I reckon, even though you made it very clear that all you wanted was the tag off, immediately I think the uh, the person A was like, oh, he wants oh, a return. It's one of these return scams. Because I, yeah, I that's think what that's do. the yeah. first thing yeah. you think about. Yeah. You nick stuff and then you return it and you get the money. Yeah. 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 So they were, uh, once they realized. I think you could have told them to smell them and be like, I've washed them. <laughs> They don't smell like shop. <laughs> You've to say, I've taken them all the way home and washed yeah. them and brought them back. Yeah, so they then put them in the secret machine, mm-hmm. removed the tag. Yep. And you don't know how the secret machine works. Still don't know. So I was about to say the saga is over, except I still don't know how the secret machine works. Yeah. I still don't know how the mechanism, the security mechanism works. We should find the person who makes them. Well, yeah. Okay. Or invented it. So I feel like now... That any practical use of that knowledge is gone. Mm. I'm, wearing, I'm wearing my underwear. It's purely academic curiosity at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I'd still like to know if any yeah. listeners have any insight into security tags. To be fair, no one came forward when I had the problem. No. But now that I don't need to know, I'm just curious, if anyone's prepared to come forward anonymously, go to problemsquared.com, enter it into the solution posing page mm. i very much doubt i mean it's the same as the problem posing page but it's a problem posing page, but you should click solution yeah, drop yeah. Down, yeah so yeah in uh answer to your question that's how that's how i've been ah that's a good update thank you i appreciated it we should probably go answer we should some, we should do an actual some episode. real yeah, problems yeah. now we? seeing Aww. as we've got all these no such thing as a fisher <laughs> new listeners. yeah welcome aboard everybody <laughs> yeah let's talk about your pants this is it i look i don't i don't want to give them false expectations of what this podcast is no that's fair that's totally fair i feel like they've all been onboarded very <laughs> our first problem was sent in by uh, david from ottawa who went to the problem posing page at problemsquared.com and they said can one lose weight with a, in quotes, beer and ice cream diet. Huh. They provide some extra information. They say the argument goes that because both are chilled, your body has to burn more calories to stay warm whenever you eat. So they're saying your body's got to bring the beer and ice cream up to body temperature. Mm. And that takes energy. Mm -hmm. And that's weight loss. I mean, I'm convinced, David. So they say that's going to offset the calories in the beer and the ice cream. Is there any truth to this? If so, to what degree? Could Beck truly be chill? Little, uh, little joke on Little Beck joke Hill. there on how your name, if you move the space, yeah. it says be chill. So, be chill. Yes. So, I looked it up because they quoted beer and ice cream diet, which made me think. Is it a real thing? Is this a thing? Yeah. yeah. It is. And, yeah, well, what I could find was the original 
reference to it I could find. I can't find a date, but there's a, a clipping from something from the School of Physics, University of Sydney, and it says beer and ice cream diet. Those people. So basically what it says is one calorie is defined as the energy it takes to heat a gram of water by one degree Celsius. Correct. So if you were to eat a gram of cold. Classic metric units. That's it. And obviously like one gram of water we know is one milliliter. Yeah. So if you were to eat a gram of cold food, you would spend a calorie per degree below body temperature to balance out the heat you spend on warming up the consumed product. So this is yes. assuming, like, let's say the food is mostly water. Yeah, that, that, which it is, I'm sure it is. Yeah. In terms of specific heat. So it says, for example, each gram of food at zero degrees Celsius is going to take about 37 calories of energy. If you have 168 grams in a serving of ice cream, they say it has about... Very specific amount of ice cream. Yeah, they say it has about 1,200 calories. Uh, and then they work out, you know, looking at how many calories are in 168 grams and then how many calories you need to burn for, th- for it to reach body temperature, yep. 37 degrees. So they're saying it would take 6,216 calories on heating up the ice cream to body temperature. Like it would take that yep. energy away from you, which means you've just burnt like way more than you've actually eaten. And you'll look at me because I know that that we both know yep. why this is wrong. That's wrong. But their argument is, yeah, you've, the ice cream's 1,200 calories. That's you've funny. just burnt 6,216 calories. Yep. So you've actually used more. And they go, the same thing goes for cold beer. If it's served in a, in a cold glass, you're going to end up with b- burning more calories than you're That's why famously, than you're eating. all the beer and ice cream you want. Yeah, that's right. That's what they say. Yeah. In fact, the more- In fact, you lose weight. The better. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is where this comes from. Apparently, the, this uh, uh, paper, to use quotation marks, was um, shared around Good a lot marks. in the old, in the the old, old days, days of the internet, uh, email forwards and whatnot. Yep. So I think it dates back to that sort of thing. And people would uh, quote that as being like, wow, it's good math. So I was a bit confused at first. Yeah, for people playing along at home, see if you can spot the mistake. Yeah. This was something that I was like, something's not right. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I was like, something's not right here. Yep. Until I realized when we say calories in the UK or the US, yep. uh, listeners in any other country, they all use kilojoules. Yeah. UK and the uh, US, the only countries that use calories. Really? Yeah. Oh. When we say calories, we're actually talking about kilocalories. Good old kcals. Yeah, kcals. And you'll notice this if you've got a packet near you, check the nutritional information mm-hmm. and the calories are marked as kcal which means 1,000 calories. 1,000 calories. So if you're saying this ice cream has 1,200 calories, what you're really saying is it has 1,200,000 calories. Yeah, 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 1,200 kcal. Yeah, like that's what they mean when they say calories. They're talking, they actually mean kcal. They're, they're, they're flipping, they're, they're using calories to mean two different things. Yeah, exactly. And so because With it's three 1 million- orders of magnitude difference between them. Right, so even if their math is correct and our bodies burn- over 6,000 actual calories in heating I'd stuff be- up. I believe you're burning six or seven kcal. Just to heat it up. To heat it up, yeah. 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 But when you look at 6,000 out of 1,200,000, it's not much. No. It's, it's very negatable. It's trivial. Yeah. So um, no is the short answer. You can't lose weight eating ice cream. But you said, uh, you said six out of 1,200, if those numbers are to be believed. That's like half a percent. So 
in David's question here, if so, to what degree? Half a percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how much. That's what you're, that's you're, what you're burning uh, to heat up yeah. the ice cream. Now, even more to, now obviously ice cream is. Calorific. Yeah, sugar and fat. It's full of carbohydrates and fats. Uh, so um, in huge quantities, not good for you. And I actually called uh, my brother, Mike, yep. Mike Hill, friend of the show, for his help as someone who's both a mathematician and PE teacher. That's true. For some advice. And he explained that there are four types of energy that our body uses. No. But most people only think of three. Four? I so think you've one. Already, we've already mentioned uh, two, carbohydrates and fats. Oh, got it. Right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> the third most common one, uh, proteins. Protein. Carbohy so you've got carbohydrates. Yep. Sugars. Mm -hmm. And bread. Yeah, yeah. Bread is one of the main. You got fat, uh -huh. which is made of fat. Matt's holding holes. up his fingers. I yeah. Am. So we've got two True. fingers now. Yep. Protein. Mm -hmm. And you're saying there's a fourth one. There's a fourth one, fourth type of food. Wow. Is it beer? So, I mean, you're pretty much. You're pretty much. Is on. it alco alcohol? It is alcohol. So. Like ethanol, we could. Oh, wait. A minute. This is why we shouldn't. <laughs> it's because to break it down, our livers prioritize it. Yeah, like they're like, they're like oh, that's th a we should we should uh, that in here. sort this out because it's yeah, you know, also poison basically. That, that so they're too, like, Ugh. so your liver prioritizes it, which means that it doesn't necessarily process the things that are good for you. Right. So that's one of the reasons you should never mix like exercise and drinking, because if you're moving a lot and drinking, you're you're not doing any good for yourself because you're not giving your body the the actual energy that it requires to do anything good with that energy. You're not building muscle. You're not um, helping um, yourself heal. If you go out dancing and you're drinking while you're I found this out yeah. because the hard way, if you're drinking while you go out dancing, you will be way more sore the next day than if you just drink water. On behalf of a lot of the cycling community, I'd like to say, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you're saying, where's this leave my rum and raisin ice cream? It's like ice cream, but now with alcohol in it. Yeah, I got bad news for you, man. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I would say don't do that. Uh -oh. So um, not only that, but I was uh, looking more into the cold, you know, eating cold food, yep. burning calories, that sort of thing. There was a study, I believe this was in 2021, that essentially found that if you eat cold food, you are technically more likely to put on weight, even though you are burning more calories. What? Yeah. And that is because when you eat cold food, your body, it's psychological. So your oh. body thinks you're eating fewer calories because it knows when you have cold food, you're going to use some of it to burn up. So your body is like, oh, I'm, this is for less calories. So I'm going to need to eat more in order to make up for the calories that I'm losing cold due to digestion. So then, so then you eat more cold food. Are you trying to justify you will eat more than you should. why you had ice cream more than once in the same day? I did have ice cream with the <laughs> Yeah, and you're like, oh, it's because yeah. I got cold and my body's like, ooh, better eat some It's more. not even the only time, Matt. <laughs> like, like multiple times I've done that. There you go. Beer, uh, unfortunately, the beer and ice cream diet is a myth. There you are. David, the answer was half a percent and no. <laughs> Do I get a nice frosting? A frosting. <laughs> Be chill. Well done. This next problem, 
I, I think comes from Matt. It does. I don't know. It does. It's, it, it's my problem. For the audience. It just says Matt's Mandela mystery. Yep. Yeah. I at, Which, least, I at least alliterated it. You did. And I'm hoping this has something to do with the Mandela uh, effect. It does. I love this. Do you want to give, I, it, I do you love... want to give us a recap on the... I thought this would be your bag. Yeah, on the, yeah. On the Mandela I think I've mentioned effect. it previously, but the Mandela effect is a conspiracy theory that there are obviously multiple universes, but sometimes we split off into another universe and yep. some people come with it and some people don't. And that's why some of us misremember things differently. Yeah. So I think it comes from some people believing that uh, Nelson Mandela died, died in prison. In jail, yep. Uh, and obviously the fact that he didn't. didn't. And Not in this universe. No. And so rather than admitting that they might be wrong or, <laughs> or had been, yep, yep, yep. Mi- you know, miseducated. Because uh, everyone's got perfect memories. Yeah, that's right. So they are not influenced by later. The only thing that can explain it ideas, yeah. is that we have split off into another universe, and in their old universe, he died in jail. Exactly. I think you'll find I'm right. Just it's because I'm from a different universe. Stop trying you to. You bring that up a lot. Yeah. So it's a very funny theory. Yeah. It but is. then I and I was all all laughs and giggles mm. until I had my own moment where I was like, Is that when you thought that you'd booked? A specific seat on a flight, and then found out that you didn't. It was uh, not little little uh, little uh, uh, callback to the I'm a wizard. I'm a wizard. Which bonus. came out earlier this month. Yeah, if you're a Patreon supporter, you get to hear me complain about a flight. <laughs> not entertaining, <laughs> but it is exclusive behind the scenes content. Yeah. No, I was in Australia, and I mentioned this two episodes ago. Zero mm. five nine, the ones that when I was recording in Australia, I'd yep. gone up to the solar eclipse. Yes. I had made everyone get out of the car once a megameter. Yep. And we took a photo. Yep. And then we celebrated with shaped snacks. Yes, that's right. Like lots of zeros. Yeah. And one of them was burger rings. Yeah. And I went and bought a pack of burger rings. That very delicious, famous Australian Standard. snack. And I looked at the pack and went, I've never seen this packet before in my life. And like, I'm like, I know burger rings. I like burger rings from yeah. my childhood, burger yeah. rings. But the design was totally alien to me. And even like the the burger rings themselves. Now, this could just be I'm aging and nostalgia, but I choose to believe I split into a different universe. And that they didn't just update their And they didn't. No, 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 none of that. None of that. So I've, I've got you a gift from Australia. I know normally I bring you back twisties. Yes. This time I brought you back burger rings. Okay. So <laughs> I, want I mean, you thanks. To, I, want I do you like to, them. I seem to remember that they actually taste a bit like pickle flavor Monster Munch. But less scratchy. Okay. And my theory, I'm going to keep talking while Matt rummages in the background. My theory is because a lot of the time yeah. burger-flavored stuff has just pickle flavor in it because that's, that's, that's an overpowering that's a flavor yeah. of burgers. They're in bags because if they exploded in my suitcase, yeah, I didn't want to get crumbs for everything. Now, no, that's not what. No, it used to be way more orange. I know. Yeah, I agree. And, and I looked feel at this. like the font used to be almost like... Oh, they don't call it Hungry Jacks. Uh, oh, yeah, Burger King. Burger King. Yeah. It used to be almost Burger King. I'm with you 100% on that. And I looked at this. I thought I must have accidentally bought like the home brand knockoff version of Burger Rings. But yeah. this is the official. Here you go. Have a go. Yeah. Matt's holding him out. It's a brown bag for starters. And I definitely so remember drab. it being like orange and it was, black. It was like orange and exciting. Yeah. And now, I know previously, because we had that long running twisties thing. Oh. People don't they like. They already don't look right. See, exactly. People don't like the sound of us eating. So we're not going to we include any chewing. No. But off mic, Becca's going to try one now. It now, definitely changed. I know that when we ate them, we were probably smaller too. <laughs> that's, very, that's true. That's true. Maybe maybe 
You've changed, not the burger ring. But they also look like they, they're smaller than I remember and they look like they're more porous. The flavor is very similar to what I remember, oh. but there's less of it. I don't understand why burger rings are so completely different to what I remember from my Aussie childhood. Mm. I found one reference online to some kind of style change in the late 90s. But I was still in Australia in the late 90s, into the early 2000s. But I can't find any evidence of what it looked like before that. I'm showing Matt a picture oh, that I yep. found. It's a burger it rings. It looks more like a pack that I remember. It is actually a similar font to the one that's on the pack that Matt has, but no, it's more right. orange. And it's advertising Tarzos, which that's... were uh, like Pogs. They're like Pogs. You remember Pogs? Pogs back. <laughs> um, but my problem was just, is it just me? Because you might look at it and you could either have said, nah, you ding dong, they've always looked like that. Yeah. Or you might have said. And that would have been mystery solved. Yeah, of course. They had a massive rebranding after you left Australia. Yeah. But it turns out you remember them. You left Australia after me as well. Maybe you only ate them up until the early 90s. I definitely ate them in the 90s. Yeah. I remember them being a a solid uh, It was a party staple. Well, for me, it was a lunchbox. Oh, box, really? The, the, little, the little party bags. Yeah. You get a little party bag of, of chips, crisps in your lunchbox. So I remember that being an occasional thing. So if anyone out there can provide any evidence of a previous Australian Burger Rings design, go to the problem posing page at problemsquared.com, pick solution, <laughs> let us know. We need to find an ad. There's got to be a Burger Rings ad from the 90s. There's like a famous fake Star Wars one from the 80s. We're looking at a Burger Ring ad from 1992. That was a different packet. What? what no. Where? That's a different You're packet. Right, that is a different packet. That is a different packet. Look at it. It's definitely a more vibrant packet. And that concludes this episode. Now, things aren't the way Matt used to remember them. Girl. <laughs> Well, I guess that's a burger ding for later. Hey, well done. And now it's time for any other business, which is the part of the show we go through any miscellaneous bits of updates. Yeah. And new information. And just last episode, you were saying how this is your favorite part of yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah, I was. There you go. I was saying that. You were. I? Yeah. Now, so first bit of AOB, uh, someone has given us a ding. Which is very nice. It's the person who sent in the Eclipse problem from 059. Yep. Which I then talked about because I'd just been to an Eclipse. Yes. In fact, someone else wrote in, Jake. Jake went to all the effort of going to the problem posing page just to say how much their mind was blown when they discovered that annular eclipses are a thing and the way the geometry works to have a annular total annular eclipse oh yeah they said they almost had to pull over they did look at that i love that wow i do apologize if listening to this podcast if if the geometric insights of this podcast make driving dangerous while listening to it i do apologize yeah i do like that jake said wow matt parker just wow i don't even like astronomy sorry lucy it's apologizing to <laughs> my now wife I'm a little bit hooked does it for a living yeah there you go. <laughs> anyway uh ian who set us the original problem giving us the ding thank you very much ian and they've said by pure coincidence, because we were talking about weird coincidences in a recent episode, uh, we also happened to pick their name at random when we were uh, thanking Patreon supporters because we take three names from my randomized spreadsheet. So there you are. What a 
What a month it's been for Ian. <laughs> and it's reasons like this, Matt, that I go into such great detail in the previous episode about why I love any other business so much. Yes, you did. If anything, it was too much. So, what, far too much. A little, self-indulgent <laughs> is the feedback we got. Really, yeah. Painting me into a corner here. Okay, so <laughs> the uh, we got some other any other business. Yep. Which is that just after we finished talking about the last problem, yep. the burgering thing, I then found you were obsessed. You kept one going. Of the pa- I kept yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. You kept yeah. googling. Yeah. In fact, I got out a packet of Twisties, and you didn't even. Look I didn't out. even notice. You didn't even notice Twisties entered the room. No, that's just why you they're know what I'm like. Now. Yeah, this is why I still try and think of. Ways to do numbers with the... <laughs> but you're still trying to do the digit display. That's <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so you continued down the burger ring mine. I managed to find a packet that someone has put up, which looks like the one that you and I remember. It looks like the Agreed. one in the ad. That's the one. Yeah. 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 It is, uh, um, so anyway, we're going to post that on And they must have changed socials. at some point. A problem squared. Uh, at a problem squared. I just want to hear people's burger ring stories. Just share your stories. Yeah. Finally, we like to thank three of our Patreon supporters who not only get a special limited edition <gasps> behind the scenes episode, but they have a one in N chance of being thanked by name at the end of every episode because my spreadsheet generates three of their names at random, which this time includes... Well, I'm just going to say, first of all, Matt, that I think we can pronounce all these names for once. Whoa. Should we though? No, I don't think we should because we mispronounce everyone else. <laughs> that would be that would be unfair. The first name. David Duke or Dave Duke. Alexander Smythe. <laughs> Geoff Matthews. <laughs> Sorry. We would Jeff. have also accepted Matthews. <laughs> Matthews. <laughs> Matthews. Thank you. You've been listening to A Problem Squared with Beck Hill, myself, Matt Parker, and this podcast, as we all know, is One Nation under Lauren Armstrong Carter, our producer. Thanks for listening. Beck, we are a substantial way through our BuzzFeed, which Muppet are you? <laughs> this time. It always sounds offensive. It does, doesn't it? Which, you Muppet. You Muppet. But which Muppet are you? This one just says pick a word. And the words are as follows. Meep, rainbow, mm-hmm. glitter, poultry. <laughs> ah! And that is ah uh, with... Uh, 27 H's. Wow. Boomerang. Meatballs. <laughs> Walker. I mean, single, I wonder. Single Walker. Wonder who these Muppets are well, Yeah, I know. Shrimp. They've really dialed in. Jesus. Uh, Final question, by the way. You should have let me just say Is a random it? word and then worked out which one was closest oh, to that's, the Ah, oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, say a word. <laughs> no, it's too late now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. What do you? When you... It's hard because now I just want to choose. I'm going to try and avoid. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to try and forget everything I know about the Muppets. I mean, meatballs is a funny meatballs word. Meatballs is a good one. 
I often I think describe would, things as a spicy meatball. That's a spicy. <laughs> I'd probably go meatballs as well. Well, there you go. Because, I mean, glitter is a fun word, but meatballs yeah. is meatball. a funnier meatballs word. Meatballs is the funniest word there. Meatballs. I do like, ah! Oh, that is good. I am. And if Waka was like, no, Waka's. Oh. But it's not. No. It's Waka Waka. Meatballs. Meatballs. Yeah, meatballs. I'm going to go the same. Next episode. We'll hit submit, see which Muppet we are. Mm. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs>